right here. Just pay attention to us. The Middle Children. Hello, I'm Jesse Jollis. And I'm Chris Burns. And, and this, this is Middle Children. It was pretty good. It's harder to harmonize when we're not. It's so hard. You know, when we're not together. I know. Because there is that delay and it's just, you know, but magic, you can't put it in a box. No. And you can't put a price on it. I'll tell you that much. Never bought it. Not once in my life. Nope. Don't believe it. Oh, Chris, look at your hair. It is truly, absolutely fantastic. Those who can't see, it's, what do you call it? A bouffant? I call it a little bouffant, but it's a loose... (laughs) braid on top of my head oh my god what a life that's how i get it like that there's no product babe let me tell you that much okay she's all natural okay wow then that's truly stunning thank you jesse how are you you've had a lot going on this week yes it's been a crazy week for those of you who don't know i was tuning in to a little show called the real housewives of new york there was a possibility (laughs) jesse would be on this episode It's supposed to be a comedy show with Luann DeLessups and Chanel. And they um, are putting on a comedy show. Jesse, why don't you you explain? Yeah. It was a fundraiser, too, for anti-bullying. Ironic. Because I knew Luann was going to co-host it. And I was like, cool. First, she was just going to be on the show. Then she was going to co-host it. I was like, cool. And then a few days before, it was like, actually this is going to be taped for Real Housewives. And I was like, holy what? So we had to sign all these forms. I was like, wait, what's happening? (laughs) Also, what does that even mean? And that was a good way to get my friends to come. Like I had some of my friends come because I was like, but you know, the Real Housewives are going to be there. And it was truly, when I say chaos, it was such chaos. I also was stressed out just watching it. And also watching it, this is the episode where Luann, who famously has been sober for two years, breaks her sobriety. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, didn't know that was happening. But the Real Housewives, truly, I can only describe them as like, you know, when you're on a train or a bus or in some sort of setting and like a group of like mean middle schoolers come in and you're like, shoot, run. And they have rosé. And they have rosé and they're like they're loud just to be loud. You're just sort of like, why are you screaming? It feels like you could just be eight times softer mm-hmm. and everything would be fine. So they're just, they're so, actually right before the show, I was walking up to like do something and Ramona started walking. She said, move. And my friends laughed because I like dove, like <laughs> I dove into a couch because I, I truly, she scared me out of my mind and she I said, dove. move. And, Ramona is move. a fucking nightmare. I don't think if given the opportunity to even like do something with Ramona, I would take that opportunity because she seems yeah. just like a genuinely terrible person. I truly think that she she's very scary. When she said move, I dove without even thinking. My friends were roaring. They're like, what even just happened? I was like, I don't know. I got scared. (laughs) I got scared. And I and she's I seemed like I was in her way. And I thought, how do I hurl my body out of the way fast enough? You know, and the answer is hurl into a couch. So when the show started, it, it was truly like there were two shows happening at the same time because You've got this circle table of the Real Housewives talking full volume like they're in middle school with like eight cameramen also, (laughs) not only around them, but in front of them, like blocking the stage. You know, they're like moving at the speed of, 
a like, cameraman is they're just everywhere there's like three of them on the stage you know getting the stage three of them getting whatever conversation is happening with the housewives and two just roaming for like audience reaction so there's so much happening and you know the venue we were in was so big <laughs> and i remember because i didn't go first i went like third so jacques went first Who's Luann's ex-boyfriend. Yeah. And during his set, essentially, I was like, okay, note to self. You have to tune the audience out because this is like a yeah. true nightmare. Which, I mean, I've performed well, like for two people in the basement. Well, they're their own show as well. We're, exactly. People forget like the housewives are always performing when they're always. on. They, they don't know how to watch something because they're, they're performing. Like they're always doing something. And remember, talking full volume. They have mics, but they're like, what Sonia like scream you're just like oh my god and you can't help when you're in the audience being like I I'll watch the stage and I'll also watch the other show which is these housewives yeah and whatever the, the fuck is happening there, people are going to be looking at the housewives of course so <laughs> I mean and then the show's also about anti-bullying so at the same time you know uh, myself and some other comedians like we catered our content to be around like you know, to be funny about our past, but also to talk about bullying and to talk about like <laughs> how that affects yeah. you or like what that means. Well, I love when they talked about how it was the anti-bullying thing. They did montages of each housewife saying that they weren't bullied. Oh, yeah. They actually stood up to the bullies, but then they would play <laughs> yeah. the montage of the housewives and how they bullied Bully. other housewives throughout <laughs> yeah. the seasons. Yeah, that was that was good. Yeah, because I mean, they were even bullying that night. I was like, what do you mean you're not oh, bullies? Even when it said like Dorinda three weeks ago was one of I know. them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, the way they edited it was very funny. I'll say that. And also, <laughs> I mean, I just love that they used trichotillomania as the cue to leave. Time of my life. But... <laughs> time truly time of my life i also have never gotten as many texts or emails but you know the first time i watched it i was like whoosh <laughs> but i mean you can even see when ramona's leaving i'm sitting in the audience like i don't even remember when that happened i truly don't think she left the show i think that she did that at the end like i don't remember her ever leaving we were watching them the whole time yeah no they definitely edit it heavily to see heavily but and it they was also very do funny because they also anytime one of the housewives has an event they try to edit it to look like the event was really bad because they don't want the housewife like sonia had like a fashion show they edited the whole thing to look like sonia didn't know what she was doing and i yeah. feel like like luann has an event and they edit it so that it looks like luann doesn't know how to do it and like they had the season where ramona had like a big clothing event they edited it so it seemed like nobody was there right but, like, it's bizarre but it truly was one of the most fun nights of my life like it was i brought my friend claire and then my friend jules and liana and sarah levine from betches came and we like had so much fun so much fun and then at the end, we all went downstairs and there was I, they didn't even show the huge fight that like Tinsley had with I think it was the new housewife. With they Leah? were like, yeah, they were screaming. Oh, they showed downstairs. a little bit about. How, yeah, because Leah wanted to take Tinsley and R Dorinda out for um, lunch together so she could mediate them oh, becoming friends. Right. Also, Tinsley is like rich and annoying, but also I think the only one that I would get in a car with. Truly, I think that she is really nice. I will say that because I've also interviewed all of them. That's my favorite part. I mean, none of them ever remember me, but I interviewed all of them one time for Betches. And 
Tinsley was so nice. I really, and Dorinda, I do like a lot. Well, Sonia, I've met five times, and every time she does not remember who I am. Yeah. And the last time she was like, oh, fat something. And then um, just patted, <laughs> patted me on the head and walked away. Oh, my and God. And I was like, but she's so, like, pilled out. She has no idea what's going on. I know. Or maybe Luann, she's not I've pilled met... out, but she, like, seems pilled out. There's you know? something. Ha- yeah. Luann, I've met many, many times. And not only did she invite me to the stage as Jesse Jolie's, <laughs> like, it was so funny. And then Chanel was like, it's Jollis. And she's like, Jollis, Jollis. I met Jollis. Like, it was... <laughs> It was amazing. It truly was an amazing, such a fun night. And my friend Jules and Liana are the girls that look so bored in that, like in that, in that (laughs) clip. And they look so funny and they, I'm so excited they both got on it. It was really, really fun. But the way they edited it was hilarious. It was crazy. Because you also recorded for Summer House, but they never even showed the show. they They cut it all out, but. Why? I don't know. They never showed the show. So, I mean, I yeah. had a feeling that, like, I knew that was going to probably. They filmed, like, hundreds of hours of things. Hundreds. Show, like... That's the thing. I didn't even think I was going to make the cut at all. And then if I did, like, I didn't even think they might show the show. Even though the fight downstairs, we were like, ooh, maybe we have a fighting chance because <laughs> this seems dramatic. But who knew that Luann had started? I mean, that was... Yeah. If anything, if she just wanted the show to get PR, that's a great move. <laughs> I mean, great it was move. a great, great <laughs> move. But yeah, like after watching, I was like, oh, maybe I'm happy that they cut my set from Summer House. Yeah, I, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. They could have edited me to be really mean because I was like purposely saying mean things. They, yeah, it's so amazing the power of editing. I also can't help but laugh. I mean, it was just so funny the thing that they chose. Trickle Manny, which is where you pull your hair out. Like, and also, I don't remember if Luann said loudly then, oh my, I don't remember. Because <laughs> I truly tuned out all noise because there was so much noise in that room. There was so much noise. Yeah, when you're on stage and there's something distracting happening, it's like the absolute worst. I will say, at least for the Hannah show, that was not the case. Like, Summer House, they were not talking no absolutely not they were very very nice and respectful and the cameras weren't like turned on them it was on the stage as i recall yeah they had the cameras set in the edge yeah like they weren't right maybe to show luke or something yeah exactly it wasn't like this huge and also it was the same level you know so like i was saying half the time a cameraman was like blocking your view (laughs) you were just like it's so uh, bizarre very bizarre but really Truly so funny. And at this point, the best thing on my resume. So I mean, yeah. And you looked <laughs> great. Your hair looked amazing. <gasps> Thank you. I know. Who knew I would go curly? Truly so brave. It was brave and it paid off. And it was a good dress. It was. Thank you so much. Thank you. But yeah, that one was a busy week for you. How are Thank you doing you. <laughs> otherwise? Otherwise, this has been one of the hardest weeks, mm. I'll say. It's crazy. I'm exhausted from doing nothing. Yeah. I was having this conversation with Taylor Stricker how like like I need a break from <laughs> Yeah. Uh, also from I feel like I've been working so much more just like having to do a lot more and I'm doing it all, you know, by yourself. So it's like Yeah. I think you are probably doing more work. I really think I am. Things are like supposed to start opening up again next week here upstate. <gasps> but I don't know. I don't oh, think upstate, I'll be back in the office till like very long Mm -hmm. time stop what do you mean 
I don't know. I mean, they haven't told us anything. It just seems, okay. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe you need to like go to your parents for a little. You think? Well, what would I do with Winnie? Oh, you can't take her. What you should do is find somebody who has a roommate and is going crazy yeah. that wants to come stay at your house for a while. Yeah. I just don't know if I go more crazy at home. But even if you just went for like a week just to like get out of the city. Get out of the apartment. Yeah. Or book an Airbnb upstate somewhere and take Winnie with you. I don't know. I think that this next week I treat I keep trying to give myself new goals every week. So I'm like, this week is gonna be the week that I actually I think the only thing that's bugging me is I'm not getting my own work done. Yeah. It's hard to like be productive productive yeah but that would make me feel better if i could just do anything even if you got like yeah went to a little place in the woods with winnie for a couple days she'd love it get some writing done oh my god wait speaking of cats huh yesterday i'm outside mowing the lawn because that's what i do i love that for you (laughs) yeah i'm mowing the lawn and i look and so there's like woods there's like one house to the left of my parents' house and then it's like woods or whatever. And I look at the neighbor's driveway. I'm like, that's a huge black cat. Very large. <gasps> and then it turns around and it has a baby bunny in its mouth. No. And the bunny's like <laughs> screaming. <laughs> so I dropped the lawnmower and chased that cat down. It was screaming obscenities and it dropped the bunny and I chased the cat off and then I chased the bunny back Yay. into the woods. Oh, yeah. Was the bunny okay? Yeah, because the cat had just caught it and was about to, like, rip (gasps) it to shreds. Am I talking to a hero? I think I'm a hero. Also, I don't know what's happening, but I was driving the other day, clearing my mind, driving, listening to Shania Twain, (laughs) and a bald eagle flew overhead. I saw a bald eagle in real life. Are you an animal whisperer, perhaps? I mean, all the documentaries are starting to pay off. Ah, that's what I'm saying. Speaking of, what great docs have you been watching? Oh, my God. I know you watched this one. I just watched it. A Secret Love. What did you think? I cried a lot. I cried a lot. So it's about these two women who have been together as a couple for 66 years. By the end of the movie, they've been together for 72 years. Yeah. Together since the 40s, which is crazy. And the one... Crazy. And they don't tell their family until like four years ago. Truly. They thought they were, they just were roommates and would refer to each other as cousins. And the one is the movie A League of Their Own. She's like, was one of the original female baseball players. Like, I know it feels weird to be like, how did people not know? But they had like separate rooms and like would date men, you know, yeah. on the side to make it look like they were trying to date other people. And they worked together. Right. They worked together. They just had so they were just so tied that people were like, well, they must be just really good friends. And I think I'm sure some people like questioned it. But also a lot of people, if you don't grow up around any gay people, you don't know. You don't know, you know, totally. And I think that truly they because they both would be like, we dressed the part like we played the part. I mean, when you saw them, it's like they were not they were really afraid because back then it was such a scary thing to you know they when they were talking about the raids where they would print what you your job in the new i thought that was insane How if a woman was in the bar wearing pants with a zipper fly yes you would get arrested for male impersonation that was truly yeah so you're just like oh my god of course like you have to wear a dress but you do 
just the all that they had to go through. I mean, I cried just at the opening. I was sobbing oh, yeah. through it, sobbing. Because they have to like leave their house because they can't really take care of themselves yeah. anymore. So they're like looking for a nursing home that will take them yeah. both. It's all just you should. Everyone needs to watch it. You need to watch it, especially if you just want to feel what love is, you know, and just remember yeah. what it could be like. I'm assuming and that's, that's what it might be like. I think that's it. I'm like, that's what I need. A true, a true, a true blue. A true Terry. A tr- yes. Terry. Yeah. And Pat seems misunderstood, which yeah. I can relate I to. I think I'm more, I'm, I'm like a, I'm a Pat Moon, a Terry rising. <laughs> I love that. I forget what other documentaries I've been watching. I've been just, last night I started like eight movies and quit them all. I just mm. couldn't find anything I wanted to watch. Oh, last night I started a show on Netflix called win the wilderness and it's a netflix original and it's about this like old couple that live in the middle of alaska and the guy like 50 years ago just walked 57 miles into the alaskan wilderness and then they built a three-story house by hand just the two of them like chopping down trees and stuff and now they have this like crazy like they just built it all by hand and they have like solar power energy now um but it's like all these different couples from the UK that want to inherit it. So they're like oh. competing. Oh. But it's like oh, the most loose competition I've ever seen. Cause like these <laughs> old people are just like, we just want to make sure it goes to somebody that'll take care of it. Wow. I got the three episodes in, and frankly, it's kind of a bore war, but I tried. Okay. Well, uh, yeah. I, I don't know what I need to watch next, but it's got to be something interesting. You can quote me. Yeah. Okay. You can quote me. Should we do our first segment? Yes. Let's do it. Which is. It's the embarrassing story of the week. Do you want to go first or should I go first? I could go first if you'd like. Yeah. Go first. Okay. Great. So this story I remembered. I remember just this last week and was like, oh my God, I can't believe this happened. So to set the scene when I was growing up as a young child. I had always known that my mother at one point was addicted to cigarettes. Mm. She had lived in Spain when she was 16. Yeah, I think like for a semester. I don't even know. She lived there when she was young, started smoking, was like a chain smoker. My mother was addicted to cigarettes. This was like a good for her living her best life she I, she quit when she was pregnant but my dad would always talk about like essentially she my dad was Aiden and my mom was Carrie Bradshaw but uh. my mom never really quit like and then my dad was like you literally have to quit so then she quit smoking cigarettes but I always knew that she liked them because my parents told me and whenever we'd go out in public and someone would be smoking my mom would be like a fly to light and like mm. just start sniffing towards it like <sighs> like inhaling it and it would just be it would look very insane, but I'd also be like, sure, if you have to do this to not smoke, that's, that's fine. What addiction looks like, people. That's what addiction looks like. Your mother just starts chasing and following the, uh, any man <laughs> who's smoking or woman. She's like, ah, ah. <laughs> so, and you know, I had just done the dare program at school mm. where it's like, don't smoke. Look what can happen to your lungs you know, cigarettes can lead to worse. So I was like, mom, I can't believe you ever smoked. That was so bad for you. A few years later, when I was like eight or nine, my dad was like, so your mom was addicted to cigars. So my mom had then picked up cigars. Oh, wow. I don't know. How classy. Very classy. Because my dad, I think, started smoking like cigars every now and again. And my mom was inhaling them 
excessively. So then she got addicted to cigars. And my dad was like, she's quit now, but like just something to know. And I was like, mom, don't. I've seen Dare. Like, how dare you? You know? <laughs> so I always kept an eye out. You know, I don't know who made me, uh, who gave me any sort of authority, but I always felt like I would make sure that everyone stayed in the boat. Yeah. Legs and arms inside the vehicle. Okay. Yeah. So one day I'm in the car with my mom. I must be like 10 or 11. We're talking. I'm in the front seat. We're gabbing. I open the glove compartment. Uh oh. And inside is what I think looks like a cigar. Mm. It's tubular. It's the size of, you know, five to six inches. And I see it and I lock it in and I go, oh my God. She's smoking. My mother is smoking again. And I sat in that moment. And I said, what am I going to do? The only thing I can do, narc, I'm going to tell my dad. <laughs> so, you know, I close the glove compartment. I lock it in. I get quiet with my mom. I go home. I'm like, dad, you need to know this right now. Mom is smoking cigars again. How do I know? I saw one in the glove compartment. My dad's like, okay, thank you for this ammunition. I will go investigate. My dad goes, comes back, looks at me, gets my mom. My mom comes down to talk to me. <laughs> oh, no. How anxious were you at this moment? I actually wasn't because I felt like a supreme. <laughs> I was like, she's going to grovel and she should. You know, <laughs> like I, I did not think I was in trouble. I did not think I did anything wrong. I was not even upset about the narking. I thought I was a hero. Yeah, naturally. My mother came and she's holding what I think is the cigar. Is this going to be a blunt? It's a tampon. <gasps> In a cardboard, you know, the cardboard tampons. My mom's like, so, Jesse, <laughs> this isn't what you think it is. I was like, okay, yeah, sure. I mean, I was like such a little cocky, narky bitch. And my mom's like, so this is a tampon. We haven't, I don't even remember if we had the period store talk yet, but she's like, so this is like, she like had to open it, show me what it was. She's like, you don't smoke this. I was like, oh, okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> just happy to hear you're healthy mom that's all i wanted my dad's like what but i full-on saw a cardboard tampon <laughs> thought it was a cigar and <laughs> and tattled on my mom to my dad until my mom was like okay that's a and and also maybe warned her you're not gonna sneak one past me okay bitch <laughs> meanwhile there's like a pack of cigarettes in the other part of the glove <laughs> yeah, compartment yeah. <laughs> Right. I just saw the tampon and thought, bitch, not on my watch. Not on my watch. Your parents must have had a good laugh about that behind the scenes. I would imagine. I'm sure they did. Oh, my God. <laughs> First of all, the fact that I was literally so high and mighty and was like, dad, deal like nip it in the bud. Get her. Take care of it. <laughs> and then Your also, mom probably felt so redeemed. Yeah. Oh, sure. But I, I full on went full blown on her and it ended up just being a, a tampon. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Um, okay. My embarrassing story isn't actually that embarrassing, but it's like a good story. So I'm going to tell it. Okay, great. It was like six years ago, I think. And I was waiting for the subway. I was waiting for the L train. Okay. Which is mm -hmm. a terrible 
subway yes train and it was like one in the morning and i'm waiting with this girl i work with and it was like 22 minutes to the next train so we're waiting we're waiting it's down to two minutes and then all of a sudden it spikes back up to 32 minutes oh my god we were like okay absolutely not let's go get a cab and so this kid who had been sitting on the same bench as us was like oh are you guys heading towards like bushwick and we're like, yeah. And he's like, do you want to split a cab? And he was like a handsome, handsome man. Oh, yeah. And we're like, yeah, sure. Okay. So we all get in this cab. We're chatting, whatever. Yeah. We drop off my friend first. This kid ends up living like right near me. <gasps> and so we're driving, we're chatting. And then he says, so is now a good time to tell you I don't have any money? <laughs> <laughs> You're kidding. And I was like, I was like, are you kidding? kidding me i like was and i was like a little drunk you know feeling powerful yeah and i was like yelling at him essentially yeah and he was like and i thought he was flirting with me this whole time and he was like um he was going to his girlfriends i find out okay that's it and so i'm like i have no horses left in this race (laughs) yeah (laughs) i don't give a shit and he was like i can like run upstairs and get Uh quarters from my girlfriend's quarters yeah, exactly i was like quarters no absolutely not i was like you know what karma will pay me back yeah is what i say very powerful yeah four years later i was working in the oh west village yeah i was working at a restaurant and our printer broke i had to go to this like little copy place in the west village that's like famous for being known as the place that um amy sedaris like prints all of her scripts for things and there's pictures of her all over the walls and so i like had to go in there to copy the menu and so i'm copying whatever i go to the register and the guy's like 17 whatever and someone from behind me puts a 20 dollar bill on the counter and is like i got it and it's this very handsome man and i look at him and he goes you always said karma would pay you back or you said karma would pay you back. And I was like, (gasps) and it was that guy. No. Yes. Four years later, I looked nothing like I did at the time. I had like blonde hair. Oh my God. I was like gasping (laughs) for air. Yeah. (laughs) And I was like, and also that was my job's money, not mine, but regardless, the nice gesture. (laughs) But I was like, oh, this is like, I I couldn't even like formulate words. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, that was like crazy. Like I was still with my girlfriend back then. Ha ha. In a way that I'm like, maybe he's. Stop. I don't know what was going on. And I was like, okay, well, thanks. I didn't know what else to do. So then I start walking out and then I'm at the door. This sounds like the Lifetime movie. It's not. Yeah. I'm like, is this Hallmark? (laughs) And I'm at the door and he's like, wait, what's your name? Stop. And there was a moment where I was like, should I not tell him my name? Because like it would ruin this amazing story. (laughs) Yeah. But I was like, Chris, and he said his name, which I don't remember. And I was like, I guess I'll see you in another four years. And then I walked out. (laughs) Isn't that crazy? That's psychotic. I think about it all the time. Uh, How could you not? And I'm like, was that the one that got away? The one that scammed me into paying for his cab home? Oh, my God. And then remembered you. And obviously, when you said karma will pay you back, you that hit him hard. You must have, right? 
That hit him hard. And when he saw you, he said, oh, my God. And to have a 20. And what a smooth way to do it. Like, not even oh. not even talk to me beforehand. Just to put it <gasps> down on the counter. I, 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 I don't even know what I would do. I was like, am I in? A movie. You've got mail. Yeah. Like, that's what it felt like. So that's not embarrassing for me. That's a good story. But I that's still like it. a great like story. Oh, my God. I'm obsessed with it. We need to find him. You don't even remember his name? No. And I think I did remember it for like a few days because I tried like looking him up. Mm. But I couldn't find him. Maybe he's married now. Maybe I'll post this. Maybe I'll post this and see (gasps) if I can get it circulated. Love that. Let's get this circulated. Everyone and everyone share this with someone so we can get find this man. I'm going to put it on my Instagram. Like I'll write it out, put it on my Instagram. See if I can get that shit (gasps) circulating. Yes. Damn. With my luck, it'll get back to him and then I'll get like a cease and desist. (laughs) (laughs) He's like married with kids. Okay. I'm literally obsessed with that. And also, God, I feel like maybe I'm just horny for love. You know what I'm saying? I just want somebody to lay on top of me and breathe on my neck. That's all I want. I just want to feel someone else's breath and heartbeat. I tweeted today. Have you seen Too Hot to Handle? Yeah. I tried watching it, and I'm like, if I wanted to watch people not have sex, I would look in the mirror. I want, just want to watch these people bang. Oh, yeah. I was like, okay, so if I were on this show, I would win literally immediately without even trying. <laughs> oh, for sure. I would be like, this? I thought yeah. it was a competition. <laughs> <laughs> this is in the bag for me. You don't want me to touch anyone? Fine. I would be the one getting mad at everyone else that's touching. Me too. I'd be the accountant. I'd be like, hi. Stop. You're literally psycho. Like, do anything else. Taking their drinks out of their hands and giving them Gatorade and like M&Ms. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Go for a run. Think about something. Sit in silence and tell me who you want to be in five years and then come out. Yeah, exactly. Ugh. Break them as a human. I know. Too hot to handle made literally no sense to me. I didn't understand it for the life it. of Still me. Still don't. Yeah. Should we move on to our... Okay, this is someone we talked about a little bit briefly. Yes. But I wanted to circle back on her. Yes. She's Miss Kelly Osborne. Oh. And let me tell you why she's our middle child of the week. Okay. Because she's doing something that we would all love to do. Mm. She's living the life of an oldest. Yeah. A lot of people don't know there's an older Osborne, and she didn't want to be on the show. Her name's Kim. Kim. She didn't want to be on the show. No. She didn't want any of the fame. Wow. So Kelly said, you know what? I'll take it. I'll take this spot. Yeah. I've been waiting my whole life. I'm going to dye my hair purple and I'm going to take the spot. I'm moving up and I will rise to the occasion. Rise to the occasion. A trailblazer. A trailblazer. And people just thought she was the oldest of her and her dimwit brother, Jack. I know. And she changed her look. Talk about someone who really knows how to zhuzh up a look. Zhuzh up a look. And now she's like judging red carpets. Yep. Fashion is her middle name. And passion is her last last name. name. (laughs) It could be. Kelly Fashion Passion. (laughs) Absolutely. And they really beat her up sometimes in the press. And Homegirl had, you know when you just got thick skin because you're a middle and you're like, go ahead, Mm. call me names. She said, you think I'm an oldest and you're going to take me down this easily? (laughs) You have no idea. You don't even know. And look at my dimwit brother, Jack. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i feel like people don't use the word dimwit enough not enough not enough it's a good word really good word like just means everything you want it to 
and more. So we honor you, Kelly. Okay. We honor you, Kelly. You're Ugh, carrying the torch. Her. All right. Yeah. And I'm waiting for it to be lit over here. And Joan Rivers really loved her. And that is what's important. I know. Ugh. Mm. Should we move on to my favorite segment? Yes. The Hallmark Do you want to go first or should I go first? Up to you. Do you have an idea or no? I have an idea because someone sent me a tweet and I'm going to run with it. Okay, then you go first. Okay. Picture this. I'm picturing. I'm a high-powered lawyer. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You? Yes. I'm a high-powered lawyer. I'm literally hitting my prime. I just got partner, okay, at one of the biggest law firms in the city called jurgens and jurgens do we screw them and how (laughs) (laughs) so i just got partner and i'm in the city and all of a sudden if you can believe it because it's 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 happening now we're in quarantine oh my god okay but luckily the law never sleeps no and the lawsuits keep on coming with all this happening so i am still at it okay getting my work done figuring things out suing people Mm. ruining them winning cases and i get an inquiry email that's like i'm looking to discuss a possible case i'm like great i send out my zoom link i get on this call no one's there i'm like is this a joke is this a joke and a half my are they pulling your leg are they pulling my leg chris time is money for me okay time is money Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you understand so i'm like about to give up and it's like brett calder request to join i said is this the guy i thought it was a different person but i'll let him in all of a sudden in my zoom meeting is a can is a is a is a man in a room with candles what and i say yeah i go oh brett are we discussing the lawsuit he's like hi sorry my audio is not working i'm like okay (laughs) he figures out his audio (laughs) we get in i'm like hey brett what did what did you want to talk about and he says, oh, wow, sorry, I'm, I'm so flustered. You're so beautiful. I go, I'm taking, I go, oh, <laughs> well, compose yourself. You know, this is going to be, this is how I look, okay? Even in quarantine, I'm wearing suits, okay? And I said, we're here to discuss the lawsuit, correct? And he said, the lawsuit. Yes, yes, of course. I want to sue myself. I said, I'm sorry, come again. He said, I, I, uh, I'm suing myself and my company. Why? And I say, now, I normally never turn down a deal, sir, but I'm confused as to what is happening. He said, I have a candle company. I used to have a partner. That was my wife mm. who passed away. Ugh. Passed away. R.I.P. And I, I need to sue myself because the reason she died is I left some candles on i think when she was in the house she and, died in and a fire <laughs> holy shit yeah and i said uh okay so but did insure like was it cons- did uh, are the police involved why are we suing you he said i'm suing myself because that's what i deserve and i say oh, okay you can't actually sue yourself but you can sue your own company and he said okay that's what i'd like to do and i'm saying uh, okay that's fine he said have you ever tried any of my candles and i say candles 
I don't have time for candles. Mm-hmm. Okay. Candles are like watching time disappear. And clearly and they I don't can have cause t- tragedy. And, and clearly you can also burn away. So I say, I don't have time for candles. Okay. They're too slow. It's not for me. He said, okay, fair enough. We start talking again. I say, listen, I'm going to call you back tomorrow. Send me the paperwork. He sends me the paperwork. I, I get off. I look. I was on this Zoom call for four hours, Chris. What? Four hours. He and I were just talking and zooming. And thank God, because I don't have the premium package. Yeah. I just haven't decided to pay for it because I only have one-on-one things. And they let us luckily go as long as we want. But I thought, wow, four hours? I don't normally talk to people that long. Yeah. Time is money for me. It's just not something I do. So I call up my best friend, who is also my lawyer friend partner at the firm, mm-hmm. named Mateus. And that is you. Okay. okay? Mateus, I'm into it. I call you and I'm like, Mateus, <laughs> I, I got to tell you about this case I just got. It's very weird. It's a man who's going to be suing his own company. And I say, oh, God, are you smoking crack again? Yeah. And I go, okay, no, I stopped doing coke a while ago. And I say, same. And then I roll my eyes at the camera. <laughs> And I'm like, okay, this guy, though, he called me and we talked, you know, and he wants to sue himself. It sounds like a very sad story, but I also feel like I don't know how to convince him out of it, but he's suing himself. Isn't that a very dumb move? And you say, take his money. That's what we do. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, ugh, all right. I say, I already Um, spent it. Oh, Lord. Yeah. And I'm like, well, okay, there went that. I don't know if I can bill him for the full Zoom call. It was so, it was four hours, you know, but I don't even remember what we talked about. And I say, send the invoice. We're not running a charity. No. So I'm like, okay. So I send the invoice. I'm talking to him. I get this package in the mail. Okay. And it's a candle. Oh, God. I got an email from him being like, can we talk again? I'm like, okay, I get on the Zoom link. It's him. Like, hey, Brett, what's up? He's like, I, did you get what I sent you? I said, I got the candle, but I I thought I told you I don't really, I don't do candles. They're too slow for me. He said, I know. I just thought maybe you could try again because I think you'll really like it. And they're very calming. And you seem a little stressed out. And I said, well, that's rough for you to say to me. I bet his wife didn't find them too calming. When her skin was crisping Ooh, up. Sh- <laughs> so we start talking. I say, what are what are your issues, Brett, with the company? And he said, I just don't think that maybe I should be allowed to make candles anymore. Mm. Maybe they are dangerous. Maybe everyone was right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Maybe, maybe I did kill my wife. And I'm like, okay, can we, uh, could we take a step back? Can you give me the police report? from that night that that would help me out can i just i mean I, i'm not an inve- investigator but maybe i i just need to know all the facts brett and i don't want to make you go back through them just connect me with that person so mateus i tell you this is the court case you get on it and you start talking to the cops and everybody involved and you come back with some very interesting news mm, i'm a snoop i really am i'm good at it you're a snoop and you say, you know, I'm going to tell you what happened, but uh, don't tell the guy this. You know, he doesn't need to know. And then we're going to lose the case. But it, it looks like it was a suicide. It looks like it was a suicide. And I don't want him to know. No, because then he'll yeah. he won't be suing himself. Yeah. You know, we're all about money. We've always been all about yeah. money, but it feels different now. Money and cocaine. Money and coke. <laughs> money and coke. <laughs> So I go, it was a suicide. Oh, my God. Well, he needs to know because the poor guy thinks he killed his wife. 
with these candles. And you go, stop it. That's not our job. I say, I'm not friends with people that have a heart. Exactly. And I go, normally I'm not either, but I don't know what to tell this man. So I say, you know, Brett, I don't think I I don't think the police reports are saying that like it was because of something you did or had any defect with the candles. He's like, I just feel like I need some sort of punishment and suing myself feels like the right thing. Unless there's something you're not telling me. And I'm like, no, I I don't think there's anything to say. I, you know, tomato, tomato. I I don't know what's happening. Mm. He said, well, I'm working on something for you. I said, oh, boy, please don't do. I mean, you don't have to do. I remember, I don't even like candles. I don't think you're hearing me, Brett. And he's like, I I want to. You know, we've been having such fun. I can't believe we've been talking for six hours. I say, six hours? What's happening on these Zoom calls? (laughs) (laughs) But it's like time flies with him. Yeah. Okay. It's natural. And I just. It's natural. It's fun. It's easy. I'm learning all about his life and his upbringing. I'm opening up and I never open up. And they tell me as a lawyer to not open up and not make it personal. And everything's going out the window because I just am so enthralled with this man who has a kind heart and finds, you know, wicks interesting, just like dipping, you know, wax in in a wick and just going, let's make it burn. And I'm going, what a fascinating soul. So... I go, all right, you know, send me whatever you got to send me. I, I'm trying to figure this this court case out. And I'm sorry to tell you, Brett, I think it's going to be pricey because we keep spending so much time. And he goes, that's OK. I, I have money and 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 it's worth it. I, I it's it's worth it for me. I go, oh, OK, that's fine. Hmm. I start feeling really guilty, though, because I'm like, God, I got to tell him. I got to tell him. I got to tell him. I get a package in the mail, Chris. OK. It's a candle. Oh, my God. And it's called the busy burner. Hmm. And I go, the busy burner. And it's a fast burning candle for the woman on the go. Okay. The woman who doesn't have. Oh my God. When you just want a quick bath. (laughs) When you have a bath at 12 and a conference at 1215. I do. I take a bath. I got a quick candle burning. I'm like, oh my God, he really gets me. I call you up. I say, Mateus, I have to tell him. And I say, I'm I'm inexplicably at your door. I knock (laughs) and I say, I knew this was going to happen. I'm here. Yeah. And I go, OK, I have to tell him about it. He can't be suing himself. This doesn't make sense. We're, we're, we're taking advantage of this poor man. And you say, can you keep your gapper shut? I just got a block of coke and I'm ready to go on a trip and a half. OK, a <laughs> I was sailing on the subways and I'm I'm going out there in a full blown Halloween costume, mask and all, because I don't have the right apparel. And I go, that's, I think that's concerning to others. And goes, no, it's causing a smile. And again, <laughs> I'm a lawyer. Okay. I don't care. I'm like, ugh. I decide, screw it. I have to tell Brett. So I get on another Zoom call with him. We're talking, we're talking. I look down. It's been three hours. I'm like, God. I say, Brett, I can't talk any further. I have to tell you something. I looked at the police reports. You didn't cause your wife's death. It was a suicide. And he says, I know. I go, what? You know? Then why are you suing yourself? He said, well, I wasn't going to, but when we first got on the phone, you were so beautiful. And you said, who are we suing? And I couldn't think of anyone but myself. And I knew it was a suicide. I just was thinking that I didn't care about paying money. I just wanted to spend time with you. Like a prostitute. (laughs) (laughs) And I went, oh, my God. And he said, yeah, 
I'm going to send you another package, okay? I say, oh, my God, the amount of presents you're sending me. It's really a lot, Brett. In a quarantine. In a quarantine, nonetheless. <laughs> he said, just just expect a big package, okay? And I said, a big package. I will. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> yeah. So the next day, I get a buzz at the door, and I'm like, this must be the big package. I go downstairs. Oh, it's right in front of my door, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. I go to open it. Boop. Pops out Brett. Oh, my God. Is he wearing a mask? He's wearing a mask, and he's holding a candle, which is exceedingly dangerous. But he he says, Sharon, my name is Sharon this whole time. He said, Sharon. Well, I wasn't going to expect that. <laughs> no one did. He said, Sharon, you lit something inside of me, and I am burning with passion. He said, uh, time flies with you. It's like a fast burning candle. And I need you in my life forever. And I say, Brett, get your ass in here. Okay? <laughs> because I'm in love with you, too. Oh, my God. And we have this very, well, before we kiss, I say, have you been tested? And he says yes. And he shows me that he is. You know, he he had COVID months ago. He's clean of the antibody. He's got the antibody. I said, oh, good. Doesn't have any more. I know I don't have it, obviously. And we have this very passionate, passionate kiss. Wow. Cut to a year later. I'm still a high-powered lawyer. Of course. But I have a good work-life balance. And I... I always, <laughs> Brett has this rule for me. He says, a candle, he gives me a candle, and he says, when this candle burns out, you light it at the beginning of the day, and when it's done, so are you. And it's my fast-burning candle that, you know, only takes, it's like an eight-hour candle. So Wow, perfect work day. Exactly. And it's our perfect little system, and we love each other, and um, I'm pregnant. And you blow out the candle early. <gasps> yeah, because I want to go home. You could call the movie. One candle, two wicks. <laughs> Love it. That's the name. <gasps> and what a story. Wow. What happens to Mateus? <laughs> Mateus takes over the company and he's actually thrilled about it. Oh, and I'm just living my Coke fantasy. <laughs> yeah. You, lo- you love Coke, and you honestly at this point love dressing up because you started doing it during quarantine. And you're like, honestly, it's who I am. So I always wear Halloween costumes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Wow, that's a great movie. Thank you. Your turn. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'm a TV producer. Ooh. And I I live in the city. Oh, okay. okay. Great. So I'm working for this big network. This oh, wow. big TV network. Okay. It's like some news, some interview segments, different things. It's not my passion, you know? No. Mm. I never wanted to do that. I was always, I, I always had a lighter spirit and the news is heavy for me. It is. And I'm working, you know, 80 hours a week, oh, not seeing my family. No. I'm living in a studio apartment and there's mice a lot. No, what? Yeah. So oh, I'm Lord. like, and I'm, but I'm too busy to move, you know? Yeah. And people are always like, just move into a bigger place. You have the money. And I'm like, right. yeah, but I don't know if I'll always have the money. And they're like, what are you talking about? You're the number one producer. Everybody wants you. And I'm like, yeah. well, I don't know if I want to do this forever. Wow. And so one night after work, you know, I go to a diner. Oh. 
I'm tired. It's like yeah. middle of the night. The only place that's open is the diner. Mm. And so I sit down and I say, "Let me get a let me get a cup of Joe." Ooh. And make it make it an Irish. Okay. Hello. And yeah. the the girl behind the counter winks and says, "You don't even have to say anything, Tim. My name's Tim." Okay, got it. And I'm like, I think you're the only one out there for me, Cheryl, because that's the waitress. <laughs> yeah. And we have a nice back and forth. And so she brings me my thing. And then uh, there's a guy sitting at the other end of the bar. Oh. Okay. Dark. You counter at the diner. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he says, wow, an Irish coffee. Somebody had a hard day. And I say, mm-hmm. yeah, thank you. I did. <laughs> and I look back at my Palm Pilot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. You've got a Palm Pilot. <laughs> Well, let's make it more relevant. I like okay. my iPhone. <laughs> okay, I love that. I love that. <laughs> and But I'm working still. You know, I don't have time to You're talk always to strangers. Yeah. You know how that goes. Absolutely. And he says, I really like your coat. Oh. Where'd you get it? And I'm like, can you please just... <laughs> and he says, excuse me. I'm like, could you please just... I, I'm busy. Right. And he was like, okay, well, sorry. Ooh. And then I feel a little bad. Yeah. And I noticed that he's cute, you know? Okay, yeah. You had looked before that. Ooh. Yeah, but he's dressed, you know, not as a businessman. Sure. He's wearing gray sweatpants. Oh. And a sweater. Ooh. And he has a coat and a scarf. Wow, he's chilly. (laughs) Well, he's getting up to leave. Oh. So he's getting up. Got it. He's now getting up to leave, okay? And it is snowing out. Oh. Uh, And he's like, it's snowing out, he says to Shirley. Oh. And she says, oh, like, whatever, it's going to be cold. And then she looks at me, and she's like, he doesn't even have a scarf. <gasps> and I'm like, I'll be fine. Okay? Yeah. And so then he leaves, and Shirley comes, and she's like, you know, he's a really great guy. And I'm like, okay, Shirley, what are you on his side? Yeah. Leave me alone. Wow. And she's like, okay, Mr. Mr. Business Pants. Yeah. Ooh. Excuse you, me. <laughs> and then I, I get up, I pay my bill, I look, I'm like, it's snowing so hard. Wow. I'm gonna freeze. Mm. And then I look and Shirley's holding up this scarf that the man had on. He had no. secretly left it behind on purpose. Because he <gasps> knew I you. wouldn't. Need it. And I was like, What the fuck is that? Yeah. <laughs> she's like, Is he left his scarf for you? And I'm like, Why? And she's like, Because yeah. he knew you were gonna be cold. I'm like, Okay, psychotic. Yeah. But that's fine. And she's like, you know, I think maybe uh, the city's getting to you. When you first started coming in here, you were a sweetheart. And I said, are you saying I'm not sweet anymore, Shirley? Yeah. And she says, I'm just saying you could use a, another cup of sugar. Yeah. Ooh. And I'm like, okay, you're hurting my feelings. Yeah. And on, she Shirley. was like, I thought you didn't have feelings. And I <gasps> said, oh, Shirley, don't <laughs> go there with me. <laughs> You play Shirley also. Oh, good. And I'm like, Shirley, don't do that to me. And you're like, what? You change your tone. You do give me a cookie to go. And I'm wearing the scarf. Okay. Okay. And I go back to my apartment. It's infested with mice. Oh. Okay. I get a call from my boss. Oh, what? At this time of night? It's two in the morning. Oh, my gosh. And they say, we need you to go cover a story. No, now, and I say, Where now? It's two o'clock in the morning. And they're like, Well, it's in New Hampshire, uh, and I'm like, What am I gonna do in New Hampshire? Yeah, it's almost Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> and they said, Were you gonna go see your family? And I say, No, I like to spend the day at Starbucks working, it's the only quiet day of the year. Yeah, they know that. It. 
And they were like, well, that's the most depressing thing I've ever heard. And I say, why don't you do your job and I'll do mine, Steve? Okay. And he's like, haha. So we have a good back and forth. Oh, that's nice. Um, But he's like, but really, I need you to hop on. Uh, There's a car waiting outside. It's going to take you to New Hampshire. And I'm like, there's a snowstorm. Yeah. And he's like, it's fine. We got you a car service. All the way to New Hampshire? All the way to goddamn New Hampshire. So I get in the car and the guy's bundled up, you know? And he says, sorry, the heat's kind of not working. I'm like, the heat's not working and we have to go all the way to goddamn New Hampshire. (sighs) And he was like, oh, well, yeah, sorry. There's uh, an African back there. Oh. And I'm like, hold on. So I run upstairs and I take the scarf. I put it on. I get back in the car. So we're, he's driving, whatever. He starts asking me about myself and I said, can I just please, you know? Can I just? I don't want a chatty Uber. No. Uh, and he's like, I'm not with Uber. I'm with the car <laughs> service. And I'm like, tomato, okay. tomato. Okay? Yeah. Zip it. He's driving. Okay. I fall okay. asleep. I fall asleep. Oh, you're tired. I'm exhausted. I Jeez. wake up. Okay. Okay. I wake up in the back of the car. It's parked. Oh. I'm covered in blankets. There's oh. a pillow underneath my head. Whoa. And I'm like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> and I, I'm like looking around. I'm like, did I get drugged? What happened? Yeah. <gasps> and I look out the window. I'm in a beautiful, serene village in New Hampshire. A village. And I'm like, this is stunning. But how did I get here? Yeah. So I, I get out of the car. Yeah. And I look around and there's a diner. Thank God. Thank God. I'm like, God. what is going on? I get out. I walk into the diner. Yeah. You're behind the counter of this diner. And I'm like, Shirley, what the fuck are you doing here? Yeah. And you're like, I work here too sometimes. And I'm like, you travel back and forth (laughs) to the city? And you're like, no, I'm kidding. That's my twin sister. Ah. Uh, She works down there. I work up here. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, what a small world. (laughs) Yeah. And you're like, yeah, we take, I just think of you as Shirley at this point. Your name's Caroline. Yeah. Uh, And I'm like, can I call you Shirley? And you're like, everybody does. Yeah. (laughs) Can you imagine being the twitch? Everyone calls me, but yeah, that's fine. Just consider me her. And so I just pretend like we have all the same memories. And, I love that. And, and I play that. along. Yeah, yeah. You don't mm-hmm. care. You work at a nice little diner in New Hampshire and you're just it. there to help people. And you're like, what What brought you up here? I'm like, I honestly have no idea. I have a an assignment uh, to cover some big thing. And so I'm like, I was supposed to call my boss when I got here. Yeah. And he's going to tell me. So I call my boss and I'm like, what's the big assignment? And he says, the big assignment is you need a vacation. Wow. That's a twist. And I say, what? And he (laughs) says, we've gotten gotten so many complaints from people about your attitude problem (gasps) and about how short you're being with them. And we know that that's not you. Wow. We know that the job is taking its toll. This happened to me. This happened to Barbara Walters. Okay. Oh, wow. And you haven't taken a vacation in seven years, okay? Oh you haven't had God. a day off. You're sleeping with mice, okay? It's pathetic. <laughs> we knew this was the only way to get you out of the city. Wow, wow, wow. And I say, no, I have to cover the, the thing news you said. story in yeah. New York. And he was like, well, you're there for two weeks in New <gasps> Hampshire. And I'm like, I have to celebrate Christmas in New Hampshire? Where even am I? And then I turn to you, I'm like, what's the name of this town? Yeah. And you say love and i'm like love new hampshire are you kidding me what am i in a hallmark movie and then i wink um (laughs) and he says you're gonna love it okay 
no pun intended. And I'm like, right. ha, ha, ha. Very funny. Yeah. <sighs> and then I'm like, I, I don't even know how I got here. Right. And then the driver comes out of the bathroom. Yeah. And it's the guy. No. The, the earlier diner. <gasps> and I'm like, what the fuck? Wait. Yeah. And I was like, wait. And he was like, oh, look, like someone's up. And I'm <gasps> like, oh, don't get smart with me. I was basically kidnapped. Yeah. And I'm like, so this is how you know Shirley. Yeah. And then he's like, yeah, Shirley and Caroline are my sisters. And when your boss contacted Shirley, because she's my closest friend, how sad is that? He was like, when my my boss contacted Shirley and said, we need to get him on a vacation. Can you help me? Con him. So she put some Benadryl in my drink that night. That's what she did. She did drug me, but it was for the positive, and it wasn't too strong of a drug. So it's okay. okay. God bless. Um, she didn't mean to. She was just trying I'm to like, help. Surely that little minx. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he was like, "I have a bed and breakfast up here, so you're going to be staying at that." I'm like, "So I'm stuck with you this whole time." Oh. And he's like, "Yeah, me and my son and my daughter." And I'm like, oh "My God, he's a father." I'm like, you have kids? And he's like, yeah, they're two and four. And I'm like, oh, my God. So now I'm stuck with this presumably straight family. Right. For the holidays. And I'm like, how many other guests do you have here? And he's like, well, honestly, it's like falling apart. So we just inherited it from my parents. Times are tough. So you're the only guest. And I'm like, well, I'm not paying. (laughs) I'll tell you that much. And he says, no, your boss is paying. I'm like, oh, yeah. so you don't care about me then? And he's like, I really don't see how I can win here. And I'm like, nobody ever does. Wow. That's why I'm difficult. Okay, so just take me back to the city. And he said, I will in two to three weeks. I'm like, two to three weeks? I was only supposed to be here for two weeks. Yeah, and he's wait like, a sec. We're getting a blizzard. And I'm like, of course we're getting <laughs> a goddamn blizzard. Right it's around just, Christmas? He's getting worse, okay? And um, he's like, the real concern for me is that you're not sad that you're missing the holidays with your family right and i say okay you don't have to bring that up he my family has disowned me my family is two mice okay and one's (laughs) called gus gus yeah and i'm like i miss (laughs) gus gus and he was like well we have mice here okay you'll meet and i'm like that's disgusting yeah he was like i don't understand your thought process (laughs) and i say nobody does (gasps) wow um and then caroline says i do and i'm like we just met we just met like, and she's like no surely though and i'm like but, okay yeah. so whatever we go back to the airbnb the bed and breakfast yeah <laughs> i meet the kids they're two and four cute cute very cute but i'm annoyed because i yeah. just don't feel like dealing with it and then i'm like okay mr man um which his name is uh oliver oh i love okay. it and so I'm like, listen, uh, what's your name again? And he was like, Oliver, you never even asked the first time. And I was wow. like, do you hate me? I don't understand. Yeah, please, sir. I want some more. Relax. And he rolls his eyes and he's like, city slicker. Oh. Uh, <laughs> and then I'm like, so when do I meet your wife that I'm going to, you know? Yeah. I'm like, where's the Pinot Grigio? Maybe I can kiki <laughs> with this girl. <laughs> and he's yeah. like, oh, my wife. I don't, I don't have a wife. And I'm like, you don't have a wife yeah he's like no and i'm like did you okay okay 
(laughs) And so I'm like trying to figure out what's going on without being offensive. Yeah. And I'm like, who's, how did you have children? Yeah. (laughs) And he was like, oh, Rosalie and Oscar are the kids' names. He says, Rosalie and Oscar were my sister's kids. She passed away. So there was Shirley, Caroline, and there was a third triplet. Yeah. (laughs) There was. So I was like, oh my God, Shirley's a triplet? And he's like, we don't really like to talk about it, but yeah. Right. Miranda, and she passed away. (gasps) And these were her kids. And I'm like, oh my God, how did you get them? Right. And he's like, have you met my sisters? (laughs) (laughs) We have a good laugh. That's And the kids are like, whatever, being very sweet. Yeah. And so he's talking about this bed and breakfast, how he wants to make all of these changes. But I'm stressed out about it. I don't know anything about that. And I'm like, I'll just go to my room. I'm going to spend my time up there. Yeah. And he's like, okay. But then, you know, it's cold up there. Uh, Hijinks ensue, you know? Oh, yeah. I end up, without even realizing, starting to feel like I like these kids. Okay? I'm reading to them. We cut to see him watching me read to the kids. He has a smile and a, gla- a gla- gleam in his eye. Oh, my God. Because who would have thought that you would connect with these children? Who would? Not me. I not didn't. me. Not gr- not the Grinch, if and then you will. He comes in. he comes in. He's like, could you please stop teaching the kids curse words? I'm like, I'm not teaching them curse words. And he's like, <laughs> Oscar just called me a little bitch, little, little bitch tits. And mm. I was like, oh, well, that's just funny. That's not a curse word. Right. And he was like, it is funny, but don't let him say it i'm like okay okay uh and i'm like working like i'm just gonna write i guess yeah i'm gonna get back to my roots yeah and then he's like you better it might be the last thing written here because we're gonna have to close down because i can't fix all of the shit and i'm like my dad was a contractor and he was like you mr city boy your dad was a contractor and i'm like yeah and i'm like this is why things aren't working so i help him fix some shit (gasps) and then i realize that he knows what he's doing and i'm like did you trick me did he trick you into helping you and he was like no and i'm like And I'm like, why would you even trick me into doing this? And he was like, to do this. And then he kisses me. Oh, my God. And I'm like, if you think that (laughs) this is some kind of holiday movie where I'm going to stay here, you're out of your damn mind. Yeah. Uh, The audience at home laughs. And then he's like, (laughs) he's like, I would never like I go back and forth. I run a car service. I'm like, do you? Because it seems like you don't. Right. And he's like, no, I don't. I just have this bed and breakfast. So one thing leads to another, okay? I get a call from my boss. He says, it's been two weeks. I'm like, it's been two weeks. I feel like it's only been three days. Wow. He's like, no, it's been two weeks. You need to get back down here to cover the um, trial. And I'm like, okay, I have to go. I have to cover the trial. Yeah, the trial. And so I'm about to go. And then he's standing in the door. He's like, you're leaving, huh? And I'm like, I don't have a choice. I have to go back for the trial. And he was like, you do have a choice. I'm like, no, I don't. And he was like, do you think I want it to have two kids as a gay man? (laughs) living in new hampshire no okay they just fell on me that's not a choice Mm. what you're doing right now is a choice and i'm like don't guilt me about this yeah he was like i'm not guilting you i'm in love with you and (sighs) i say don't do this to me and i'm like i have to cover the trial i have to get back down and he's like fine well i can't be the one to drive you but i'll have caroline drive you smart and so you come you're in the car and i'm like thank you so much for driving me to the city 
And you're mm-hmm. like, of course. And we get to chatting. And you're like, what's wrong? You don't seem like yourself. And I'm like, it's just, and I tell you about your brother. Yeah. And you tell me the whole sad story about how he got the kids and how he wanted to be a TV star. But he wow. gave it all up for this. And he almost made it, too. He was screen tested for Saturday Night Live. Oh, And my I'm God. like, oh, you would never know. And you're like, yeah. I know. He's so modest. And so yeah. I'm driving. And I'm like... I just really wish, I don't know. I never know if I made the right choice, whatever. And I fall asleep, okay? I have a dream. So Uh now I'm in the dream. And it's, uh, something tells me, like, that's the man you're supposed to be with. You have to be with him. And I'm like, oh, my God, okay. Well, I can't because I'm already almost in the city. Right. And I'm in the dream, but I know this. And I'm saying it to the people in the dream. Yeah. And they're like, you have to go back. And I'm like, I can't go back. I'm already in the city. I'm not going to make this woman, you know. Is it Miranda? The, it's Miranda in the dream. It's yeah. The th- yeah, I think it is her. And I'm like, are you Shirley? Are you Caroline? And you're like, no, I'm the dead one. I'm Miranda. And then she laughs. laughs. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Okay, yeah. And so then I like jut awake, okay? I'm supposed okay. to be, I look at my phone. I'm like, oh my God, I'm in New York Ugh. by the time. And I look, I'm like, where are all the buildings? Where They're not the here. And what? I look around and I'm like, what? How am I outside the diner? What? In the car, covered in blankets. And I run in and you're behind the counter and you're like, well, there you are, sleepyhead. And I'm like, what happened? And you're like, you think I don't still talk to my sister just because she died? You're out of your mind. And I'm like, I don't know what happened here, but I'm glad it did. (laughs) (laughs) And then my phone rings again and my boss is like, are you covering the trial? And I'm like, cover this. (gasps) Fuck off. And then Wow. I hang up on him and he's been a really nice person he to me really so I do call been. him back and I'm like I'm sorry that was for dramatic effect can I work remotely okay perfect and he was like no but I'll give you a I'll give you a severance because you're fired because you just told me to fuck off on the phone okay and he had to do that legally that makes sense and he that did it sense. but he knew that by doing that was um a gift to me yeah he really did and so then when I'm like okay I guess I'm fired and he's like yes you are I'll see you next Christmas. Oh my he's God. Come up and spend the holidays in love, New Hampshire. So the snow's falling, and you know, I love a transition. <gasps> the snow goes up. It's been a year. Thank God. Okay. okay. Carolina and Shirley are both working side by side. So you had to do a lot of acting. It took I a really lot of scenes. did. It was a, yeah, split screen, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And me and Oliver are sitting at oh. the counter, and the two little kids are sitting at the counter, and I'm holding a baby. That I had ju- that we just adopted. Oh my god! Okay, and I'm like, we better get back to the bed and breakfast. There's no vacancy. We go <gasps> back. It's completely remodeled. It looks oh amazing. God. People are having the time of their life, and yeah. my novel that I started writing last year yeah. is is framed on the wall. New York Times bestseller. Oh my god! What's it called? To love and love. The book or the, the movie. Book. Well, they're both named the same thing. That's what I figured. Yeah. It's called In a New Hampshire Minute. Oh, my God. I'm dead. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. In a New Hampshire Minute. Yeah. That's my story. Oh, my God. I love it. Thank you. To have a diner, to have a a widow, a a man who's taking care of his sister's children. Can you even? That's and a you saint. playing triplets? And me playing trip. I mean, I've never asked for more in my life. And a woman who works at a diner, that's truly my dream. And they just have different hairstyles. So that's Absolutely. the only outfit changes you have to do. 
Oh my god, I'm obsessed. I love it. Because you're always in your diner outfit. Yeah, you know me with my apron. (laughs) I practically sleep with it on. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. That's the dream. Oh my god, should we do our last segment? Time for... Okay, ready? So this one is from somebody that the type, the name they gave us yeah. is first review of my life. So this is the first review they've ever done. Oh, wow. Okay? So, well, thanks for everything. Just before I fell asleep, you hilarious hypnotist made me wake up and watch both the naughty and nice and wow. the spirit of Christmas. Both wow. ideal Hallmark movies. Yes. What a joy. What a dream. Please bombard Hallmark with your storylines. I'm a middle, but the <gasps> only girl, so a little bargain shopping there. Yeah. My husband was also a middle, but jumped over his Irish twin's brother's head and is more of an oldest. Mm. We have three, and our middle is our star, too. Oh. And she's the only one currently quarantining with us, and we are soaking her up. Lots of karaoke. Rock on, sweet peas. Oh, my God. So this woman didn't give us her name. <gasps> so we're going to name her Sweet, sweet Pea. I love that. Hear ye, hear ye, sweet pea. First of all, I love you, a bushel and a peck. (laughs) And I really think that your middle child is a lucky, 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 lucky kid because it sounds like you appreciate them and you're soaking them up. And that's what a good parent does. Who's better to raise a middle than two middles? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. And yeah. proudly doing karaoke with your middle that's currently quarantining with you. Yeah. That's icon status. That's okay? a dream. Yeah. Sweet Pea's the kind of person who picks up her kids' friends. Yeah. Even when her kid's not there. They say, hey, remember my friend Kelly from high school? Yeah. She's in a bit of a bind. Okay. So there's nobody to pick her up from her shift at Coles. And Ugh. Sweet Pea says, oh my God, I'll go get her. She's so sweet. Yeah, say no more. And Sweet Pea, you know, has never written a review and and said, you know what? If if I don't feel touched and moved by these two, and if I if I don't feel like love is possible for all, then maybe I'm not doing it right. Mm-hmm. And to write a review, not only are you a poet, you're an artist. You're an icon artist. Yeah. Also, I mean, Sweet Pea's the kind of person who's had negative experiences, okay, watching yeah. TV shows. Mm listening to bad podcasts and she says i'm not gonna write a bad review what am i no that's a terrible thing to do yeah and she says i'm gonna wait until the right thing comes along and and it's the type of person sweet pea's the type of person that is always loving but doesn't give away her her praises easily they have to be earned they have that's an important quality to have yes Sweet Pea is the type the type of woman who has got little little sweet sucky candies in her purse, you know, for when you're like, yeah. oh, man, and you're waiting. She goes, hey, have a, have a sucky caramel right now, okay? Sweet Pea is the kind of person that when you're on an airplane and it's taking off and the person next to her fidgets because it hurts <gasps> their ears, yeah. she says, here's some mints. I bring them <sighs> for the people around me so their ears yeah. don't hurt. And uh, you're like, oh, my God, you must be a mother of three. And she's like, I am. That's yeah. how I got here. That's how I got here. Oh man. I mean, Sweet Pea is just the type of person. Yeah. That you want on your side. Yeah. That you want on your team. And the fact that she's on ours, guess what? I think we're gonna win. I think we're gonna win this game, the game That's of right. life. The game of life. <laughs> yeah, we love you, Sweet Pea. We love you all. Yes. 
please rate, review, and subscribe. And we will praise your praises. We really will. We read all the reviews and we they make us so, so happy. So thank you for everyone who's reviewed and keep sending them to other middle children or other people that you think will love it because we want this podcast to get huge. Yeah, we want to be able to like go on tour and come right. see you people. We have big dreams. You have big dreams. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let us all live our fantasy. I love that. Chris, as you always say, you know, live our life as an oldest. Live our life as an oldest. If you want more episodes, go to our mm. Patreon, patreon.com slash middle children. Yeah. Yep. And subscribe for more episodes there. In the meantime, you're all stars. We love you so much. What would life be without you? Ugh. You're important. You're the oldest. You're the youngest. And you're everything in between. Okay. Oh, we're proud of you. Bye. Bye. Middle Children is produced by Cameron Rood. Our theme song is written and performed by Hannah Solo and Alex Mitchell. With photography by Sarah Nathan. And artwork by Abby Lloyd. 